I do love Mavs. They make me laugh out loud. I mean, they are funny. Really? Yes. Buckle up, baby. The kings of controversy are on the microphone. It is time for another episode of Matt and Andrew versus Society. What's up, you guys? What's 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 up, you guys? In deed. Sick. Indeed. That was one of my weakest of the Twitch era. Yeah, it was. It was short. I was uh, caught it. off guard by Didn't how short it. that was. Um, that was that was weak. Yeah. Okay. So, Kat, we have some good stuff to cover today. Yeah, we got. What stuff. do you want? What, what do you want to talk about first? I got a couple things. Do you want to talk about your your? Uh, you mentioned off stream that you were feeling tired, and there was a reason why. Oh yeah, so I had there. Let, let's just lead with that because it's short and it's uh it's kind of a, a group discussion potentially. So okay. I had today. It's it's carnival season down here, so we're in the thick of it. We're partying hard, um, and also you know there's there's a lot happening. So, uh, I today. Our bar decided we're going to open at 8.30 a.m. And I, being the opener, was like, okay, whatever. Like, it's I'll be in at 7.30. No problem. Were there people complaining about that? No. No. Um, I just figured for you, you're kind of used to it from your last job. But for some people, that might be like. Oh, yeah. I mean, they didn't ask anyone else to do it and it's only going to be not because i'm doing it but it's only going to be a couple days that i normally open anyways so so there's that um but i ended up working a 10 hour day today um during most of it i had absolutely nothing to do and i honestly feel like i'm tired or more tired because of that so mm, I mean I could say, we also just probably had to be there like, just on yeah, my I could see feet that. for ten hours. So why was it? It was just wasn't crowded. No, no action, no action. Which sucks. even though it's carnival season, yeah. What gives? Uh, and everyone's, a holiday. A lot of people are probably off tomorrow. Everyone's going to the oh. parades. So then why did they open early? So they adjusted the the routes a little bit, and in the past. There have been um, the parade floats will like line up before they actually like launch the parades. They'll like line up on Chapatulis, which is where our bar is located. Um, so you get a lot of there's people that like to see all the floats and stuff before they're on the route because it's less crowded. There's also the people who ride in these parades are fucking psychos. Like they are um, the fun kind, but they are like running off of their floats to come and buy like multiple six packs when they've like they've been drinking for probably hours. 
they're buying more booze. They're just going to be drinking for like actively consuming alcohol too. not like, oh, you know, pace myself. It's like the they crush. They absolutely fucking crush. Um, so yeah. a lot of uh, in the past, we get crazy because of that. But the lineup, the staging area has kind of changed. So everyone's not lining up right in front of us anymore. So it's almost like, you know, it's like a ghost town where it's like, oh, they moved the factory and mm-hmm. and now uh, no one buys beer from us anymore. So you're opening early. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. You were opening early because in the years past it was it made yeah. sense. And this year you just kept doing it and you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. And in, th- in this year it's kind of like, hey, let's see what happens. Like we haven't had Mardi Gras for two years. Um, things are different, uh, but we still don't know what to, what to expect. I got fucking smoked on Friday. I was by myself. And what I think happened is all the, uh, like there's so many people coming in from out of town. They got Mm -hmm. in Friday. Their only plan was to go to the parades. The parades weren't starting till 6 p.m. So they're like, well, fuck it. Let's find somewhere in the area to drink. And uh, we weren't staffed for that. Mm. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Long day. Long Sunday. And you got to work tomorrow. Yeah. Which is fine. Which is fine. But like, yeah, do you ever like, I don't know. I It's one of those things where I just every now and then I think about it um, because I usually don't have days that are so slow that I can actually like think about oh, as like, far as what the fuck tired like yeah more like tired yeah oh like it's almost like your like, brain example, is turned off when yeah absolutely when when like as an example when i was yeah. not working for like those two months mm-hmm. i took a nap every day i would like stream in the morning and be just like it's just like the, i would sit this is a little different because i wasn't like working mm. but i would like sit on the couch at one o'clock after being done streaming and eating lunch and it was just like well, I can't keep my eyes open. Uh, and I didn't do shit. But then the flip side of that, I could have a day where I like wake up early, be productive, work all day, do something after work, and then like end up like playing video games or streaming and staying up until mid, mm-hmm. you know, 12 o'clock, 1 a.m. Nice. Without ever. Now, if I did that all like constantly, it would catch up with me, I'm sure, after a few days. Yeah. But. Yeah, I mean, the the whole, like, like, that's, yeah, that's more, so, that's, that is a little bit different, because in that example, like, work, when I wasn't working, I was, like, allowed to be tired, because I just didn't have anything I needed to fucking do. Yeah, there's, so there's just nothing like, on the horizon. Um, but, yeah, I think there's, I, I, I can see what you mean, like, when you're just, like, bored. I think. Yeah, it's almost like there's just no, you're not stimulated yeah. whatsoever. Right, um, yeah. And then. You need some stimmies. Yeah, I need stim packs, and uh, mm-hmm. we'll go from there. Is that a basically. fallout thing? Is that a fallout thing? Stim packs? Oh yeah. Thank you for noticing. Yeah, okay. Thank you for noticing. Um, I, know. I know. I played. I you, played about an hour of Fallout Four. You, so you quite literally dabbled in four. Yeah, I don't know how much I played, but yeah. like basically, I remember I, I I bought the Xbox One. Mm-hmm. It was after I got laid off from my job, and I'm like, you know what I should Dude, do now that you, I'm not making money? I you plus not working plus video games is 
pretty Actually, yeah. undefeated combo. <laughs> Name a better duo. Yeah. Not Un- unemployed Matt and video games. Video games. Name a better duo. You're a, because, yeah, you're a Republican's back- nightmare. <laughs> before I started, before I started my la- my my most recent job, the reason I started that job, I got laid off, and yeah, I. It was funny because how the money, like how the waterfall of spending happened too. Cause like I lost my job and I'm like, I'm not going to have anything to do. Yeah. Um, and so I was going to buy, I was like, you know what? I'm going like, to get back into video games, bought an Xbox one. And then I'm like, well, the TV I have sucks. So mm-hmm. I can't play this sweet. And at the time, like Xbox one was fairly new. I was like, I can't play this sweet fucking system on a dumb TV. Mm-hmm. So then I bought a new TV as yeah. well. And then I was also living in an apartment <laughs> that didn't require internet because it had free internet in this like apartment complex in Chicago. Oh, I was that's in. right. It was bad. The internet wasn't great, but it was good. It was good back then. I still, that still was before like the time of like streaming a yeah. lot. Like I was maybe like Netflix streaming, but not like it is now. But we and would, I was still Skype, able to do the pod. Cause we would Skype to do the pod and there were, yeah. there were rough patches. There was time. Yeah. Right. It wasn't great, but it was like one of those things where it was always like just okay enough. It's not bad enough to like for me not to justify, invest it, in it, more. It, it yeah. wouldn't yeah. justify like paying, you know, yeah. 80 bucks a month or whatever for internet. And I ended up, then I got the system and now I'm like, okay, well now I need, now I need good internet so I can play battlefield was the game. I was like, today's latest hits. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, battlefield one. And, uh, and so I did all those three and then I ended up moving. So I had to immediately basically cancel my internet because I was moving to New York and (laughs) that's right. Uh, but yeah, that's funny. That was a lot, but I, I do agree that when, uh, when you're when you're not busy and things are slow you can just you just get tired you have time you have time just, to be tired. yeah you, I, I feel like my brain was in like idle mode um yeah. and i was it was so it was very nice uh our, our boy pen um in here people may know him as it's pen uh he came in early which i'm glad he did because i would have been so fucking bored. Um, so we typically open at 11 o'clock. By the time 11 o'clock rolled around, we had sold two sodas and one huh. beer. Whoa. That's really slow. Was yeah. it the same person that was like, you know what? I guess I will have that beer no. after chugging two sodas. <laughs> yeah. You know what? That was good. Now, now that I got something in my stomach, let me have a beer. <laughs> There's one person that showed up at 8.30 and was like, can I have a soda? Yeah, no, the... the um, also, yeah, drinking two sodas before 11. The people who got the pop were, uh, they were like off the street and just, it worked. They just popped in because we were open and... Uh, Oh, they got like to go like they just like they just got two sodas because they were like out like I think they were doing some like uh, Mardi Gras related like gig work and like ooh a cold a cold fruit punch Haritos is really going to hit the spot. I thought about this today. I have not had a soda in uh, in quite a while. 
DT is really big on um, Sprite. And I wouldn't have guessed that. Yeah. Dude, she's so funny. She likes um, her, like, comfort meal when she's, like, sick, like, under the weather. She's like, I went, ch- I went uh, chicken noodle soup and Sprite. <laughs> like, what a combo. Oh, I get I those <laughs> two separately. Like, I, that makes sense to yeah, have those yeah. things separately. But together, it's, it's kind of nasty. Sprite, if I'm getting soda, it's definitely like a Coke or Coke, cherry Coke or mm-hmm. even vanilla Coke they have it i'm always down to fuck with vanilla coke yeah uh, dude, vanilla but coke. I, don't, I don't i just so especially now that i'm in this i'm like kind of monitoring my water intake mm-hmm. i basically just like anytime i i drink water with every meal now when yeah. same i usually would drink water but like for example if i was ordering uh from jersey mike's or pop bellies or something like that sometimes i would add on the soda mm-hmm. just to like complete the meal but now i never do now yeah. I'm like, it's because I'm like, no, I need to drink my water to, yeah. to hit my goal. I'll throw on like um, when I was in Milwaukee and we went uh, and we got sandwiches, like I'll I'll throw a, a pop in the mix every now and again. But it's just, yeah, it's too Sprite's it's, one. It's I get once in a while, like sometimes I feel the, the clear nature of Sprite mm-hmm. makes you think it's like it's, it's like refreshing. soda light. You know, yeah. it's like a. <laughs> Like it's like a light version of soda. Yeah. Even though it's not. No. Uh, like every time I get a Sprite, I'm like, you know what? I'm not. Coke seems too heavy right now. I'll go with the Sprite. I'll go with something light. What? What's? And then you drink it and you're like, this is sweet and this is just overpoweringly sweet. And this is I, I don't sugar. Like it. Yeah, it's funny because like, like ice cream, I'll fucking crush some ice cream. But like, if you gave me oh, yeah, a can absolutely. of Coke. I could maybe finish half of it. I'd be like, oh, this, this I, is too sweet. Yeah, now when I finish, a, when I drink a whole Coke, like, mm. I feel very full. Like, I'm mm. like, that was too much. Yeah. Um, For a while, we were buying those little baby ones from the grocery store. We just kind of stopped. They were bad. good because that was, like, a good, that felt like the appropriate like amount. Enough. Yeah. But uh, we stopped just because, I don't know, we just didn't need them anymore. But, um. I have a friend who she she basically like traded addictions like she used to smoke cigarettes and she's like, oh, I got I got to stop. And mm-hmm. and it became and this was before I met her was when she stopped smoking cigarettes. But she like Coke every morning. And this was at Ooh. Starbucks. So, every like, morning. She was having. She was probably having. I don't understand that. Just drink something else in the like. If you no, want to smash eight cokes a day, like go for it. Uh, that's nasty, but mm. also like who cares? But don't do it in the morning. Don't do it before like ten. No, she was. Uh, well, first off, you gotta gotta cut her a little. Give her a little uh, slack because her workday started at four a.m. Um, true, true. But, but like that's why I'm thinking my mind like do like okay like smash coffee like have a coffee problem oh yeah in the morning and then transfer over to your coke yeah, problem and then switch to your 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 nasty coke habit <laughs> yeah Coca Cola habit I have a nasty coke habit oh my god I didn't know you were into drugs uh, Coca Cola <laughs> there was Classic a Trip I C. used to watch a show I'm pretty sure it was a TLC like a trash TLC show called the uh, Learning Channel someone in chat. 
yeah, someone in chat probably knows the name. It was like Strange Addiction. I think it was called Strange Addiction. My Strange Addiction. Addiction. Yeah. Yeah. You know that show? It, yeah. Someone it, was like addicted to eating their couch. People had some strange fucking addictions. Right. You remember? You really question if it's real. Like some of them were like incredibly dangerous. Like there was one that guy that like ate glass and like another one. I remember a girl like drank gasoline like would like sit like in small sips like a couple times a day just like sip gasoline Gross, and a doctor is like you are dying yeah you're <laughs> so, yeah. like i would worry about your, your stomach your suckle if is you're, truly scorched yeah <laughs> do not <laughs> she eats like a hot pepper and starts a fire <laughs> It goes down her throat and out her ass like a dragon's like flame burst yeah. out of her asshole. Just <sighs> singeing the butt in her jeans. I feel so refreshed. It just completely cleared out my system. My sinuses have never been so clear. Yeah. Uh, Shit. But no, yeah, there was so one, she. Then there was stuff that was mm, like less bizarre, but still obviously like wasn't bizarre. There, but do, do you remember uh, someone like eating their couch? Like they would literally like yeah, pick apart familiar. their furniture and, and chew on yeah. it. Yeah, like hair is a, that's kind of similar oh. with like hair. I think like the stress eating, like people who eat yeah. their hair. I think there's an actual name for that, and it causes these like huge problems um, digestively. I think and also like on their head. Uh, but there, the reason I'm, I'm remembering the show is because there was so a, there was someone who had an addiction to coke and was yeah. like like tr- like crushing like a 24 case of coke a day, Ooh. like just like insta diabetes and like how the doc it was interesting like hearing the doctor kind of talk about Drones like how in the house um what it's doing to your your body and the, yeah. the thing is she wasn't like obese or anything like this person in the show she was like you wouldn't have ever really guessed but that she was, she was like, drinking like, that much coke. coke yeah she would go to the grocery store like once a day and just like re up on a case it's like that's this is what it sounds like. Um, my friend, she didn't she, and she actually has slowed down a lot too. Is the other thing that's why I'm speaking about it in past tense. But she would like ten minute break. I'm going across the street. Do you need anything from the gas station? Or like if Ooh. I got my break that's before so expensive her, too. If yes. you're buying individual like yes. bottles, like from the in, so you know like the gas station marks three dollars a pop, three fifty yeah. a pop. Yeah. So like Literally I would. Pop. Yeah, three fifty for a literal pop, a soda <laughs> pop. Um, three fifty a pop. What are you buying? Pop. Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? I'm, three fifty for a, one pop. I'm buying a three dollar and fifty cent pop. Um, <laughs> yeah, and like I would, I would go. Sometimes, like if I got my break before her, I would go. I'd, I'd grab one for her if I was going over there. JT's back in the house. What's up, JT? Um, but yeah, it's just in in everyone knew like if someone was going across the street to the discount zone, um, <laughs> discount zone. Yeah, so it wasn't three fifty a pop. It was discount. It was discount. Um, <laughs> three twenty five. Yeah, three and a quarter. Yeah. That, that. So, like, it was just understood. Was like the people that she was close with would be like, "All right, uh, I'll be. I'm going to grab her a coke while I'm there." She did. She yeah. did slow down a lot, but yeah, the, that's crazy, man. I worked with a guy. I don't know if it was quite as severe as is the person you worked with, but I also worked my last job. Uh, this is 
back when I was still in New York going to the office and everything. And the guy I worked with was like, clearly, I don't know if I would say he had an addiction to Coca-Cola, but it was mm. definitely like, he was definitely drinking an unhealthy amount, like to the point where it was very strange. Like you would, you would go to his desk by 3 PM and there would be three, there would be three bottles of Coke that were empty. Right. On oh. his desk. And he would be like, every time he'd bring it to like how a lot of people will carry water bottles from meeting to meeting. Right. Yeah. He was carrying a, a, a bottle coke. of coke Damn, um man. that's crazy and he i remember people asked him about it people were like dude like you he was actually kind of high up too he was like pretty senior and which doesn't mean anything but i think it, it's kind of people sir this is your fourth coke <laughs> <laughs> you're fired yeah don't, don't count <laughs> Never count. No, he, he was such a strange guy in like so many ways, but mm-hmm. I really liked him. He, he was just so weird. And he was, he was explaining, <laughs> um, he, he was explaining the, that he like, man, you got to like cut back on the Coke. You got to like, you know, cut back. It seems like you're drinking way too much. He's like, I know I, I just like love it. And he said he quit for a while. And he, in his words, he was oh, like, man. I quit for a while. And I felt worse when I wasn't drinking it. Oh, my <laughs> God. What he said. And then he was like, you know, so I started it back up. I have no he, who knows if this is true or not. But he was like, I have no health problems. I feel fine. Like, that I just enjoy fun. it. It's like my one. Th- and it was I mean, yeah, I, dr- drinking. These are 16 ounce bottles. He was slamming, too. So I would mm-hmm. say he was drinking like three to four of those during a work day. That is eight cups of coca-cola that is so much uh yeah but i mean that's funny because one there's just there's absolutely no way that he had no health problems and i think sometimes people forget that like health problems are not necessarily instantaneous it's like yeah i drank a coke and i'm fine who cares like yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it's no doubt. I mean, it's terrible for you. Yeah. It's not good for you. Yeah. Are there worse things you could be doing? Sure. Like smoking oh, a pack 100%. of cigarettes. Worse? Pro- yeah, absolutely. But uh, it's not good. And it's just kind of weird. Honestly, like that much consumption of of one thing. Yeah, it's weird. Other than like water <laughs> is is just strange. Like that would be not too much different if I was just like – I eat hot dogs for like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> like, well, I just love hot dogs. Yeah, that would be um, that'd be kooky. <sighs> that'd be kooky. Sorry. Speaking of food, this doesn't. This isn't. Now that we're on this whole topic of of all this stuff, um, you know what's scary to me, and and we can go right back to food. But the fact that he said he felt worse without it, like yeah. something is wrong. Yeah, because, yeah, you're like, a, you have a dependency on it. Yeah, you've developed a dependency to Coca-Cola. What's up, AB? Yeah, we're about to get into this Delta Airlines fuckery no, no, uh, in a minute. No, we're talking food. We're talking food. But What's now up? we're talking food because I ate today for the first time in a very long time. Mm-hmm. I My gummy streak has been broken. I was Ooh. on like 45 days. Nice. Gerald gave me gummies for Valentine's Day, so I had mm-hmm. to smash them. I had to smash. Um, but uh, I ate... And she got like a Valentine's gift from one of her kids at school's parents. Or I guess technically from the kid, but obviously the parent helped. Uh, and it had airheads. It had a bunch of airheads in it. And so she gave she gave me the airheads, and I I couldn't remember the last time I ate an airhead. Now airhead are airheads are delicious. Do you agree? 
You know, airheads? Yeah, fan. yeah, absolutely. But like, they're not the candy you like think to buy for most people at least. Like, mm-hmm. they're not a candy I would ever like. Oh, I'm at the Walgreens or whatever store. I'm gonna pick up some airheads. No. Yeah. But I was eating the airhead, and I'm just like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, like picture an airhead. Yeah. It's not a gummy. No. It's like a mix. It's like the center between gum and like gummies. <laughs> like, what the fuck is an airhead? It's an airhead. It's like pulled. <laughs> like, and why is it called an airhead? The, I don't ca- know. the packaging shows like a balloon with a face, That's, and you eat it, and it's just a fucking like, it like it's like an edible. It, it's like that those things a doctor put in your mouth to like to open uh, your tongue, tongue up, but it's like an edible version of it. <laughs> but you don't have to stick the whole thing in. <laughs> um, the uh, yeah, I don't know. It's like a pulled taffy. Almost, I feel like it, that's maybe where it started. Yeah, I guess the taffy. Yeah, but then they like taffy, started yeah. putting in like weird shit, like blue raspberry, and then the taffy purists were like, "This isn't taffy. You're you're an airhead if you think this is taffy." And airheads were born. So, so I I googled this. Uh, what is an airhead candy made of? And the the Google response here is like. Uh, airheads are made by creating long strips similar to the method used to manufacture Play-Doh. Mm-hmm. Uh, not the best, not like very appetizing. Also very tasty. Uh, <laughs> also, uh, side note, when did, do you remember when Google just started answering all your questions for you like immediately? You don't even have to click in anything anymore. Like they kind of just snuck that on us in the past couple years. Oh, where like it doesn't necessarily bring you to a website, but. Yeah, like the first result is like a snippet from Wikipedia or a snippet from somewhere. Yeah. Like they somehow find the answer to their question, what's yeah. most probably the, the correct thing, and just throw it right up for you. And it's pretty amazing. So uh, I like I like, like autofill. I feel like they started doing it. No one talked about it because yeah. it was definitely all it wasn't always like this, but we all no, just accepted it. it. Wasn't. Like Google could be telling us anything. Well, cause because the thing is it was like you don't go to Google to be like suspicious of Google. You go to Google for an answer and then it's just right there. And you're like, all right, perfect. Found it. And yeah, and then like unless you do what you're doing now and really like stop and think and be like, wait, I used to have to like click around a little yeah, bit. You do it. They just one day were like, no, you don't have to do that anymore. Yeah. And then they didn't like. It wasn't like a big announcement. No one cared. No one talked yeah. about it. But it's just like everyone just took it as, you know, like, OK, this is the new way of doing it now. They made it a little bit easier. All right. So, look, anyway. I wasn't sure what question to ask Google. So I said, what's Airheads? And it auto-filled mystery flavor. And this is how fucking crazy the Internet is also, which maybe uh, we don't think about all that often. But. So it comes back, the answer, from MASH.com. Mystery Airheads are actually leftover flavors without the color. The Airhead White Mystery flavor is made with colorless candy, blah, blah, blah. Um, So about 729,000 results, 0.66 seconds. So in less than a second, (laughs) from me clicking enter, there is... Close to a million results 
about <laughs> what the white airhead is. Dude. That's fucking crazy. That's <laughs> fucking crazy. All oh, right, so man. this is a big shocker. The main ingredient in airhead is sugar. Okay. Um, airheads provides itself. I guess I can see or, that. Sorry, prides itself for being one of the few candies that uses taffy, allowing it to be shaped in various ways. What I'd okay. say. So it is like more like a combo. It's like taffy. It, yeah. Yeah. Damn, there's an inside the airheads. Uh, we maybe we've saved this video for later. It's okay. like a factory video mm, of airheads being. I want to see that shit. Because to me, I was eating the airhead today. I was like, this is delicious. Brows. But also, this candy has all the signs of like this just fell off the fucking like conveyor belt. Yeah, this is just the runoff of other candy that all they've right. like smashed into a fucking stick. So let me let me ask you a question and I don't have a right answer in my mind, but you know, it's, it's your journey. You got the streaks app app open, use crushed an airhead gummy or not. Nah? So this, this, I am going to count it as a gummy okay. because like, okay. I feel like the spirit of airheads <laughs> is gummy. They like carry the, the essence of gummies in yeah, them. They do. It, to me, it, the thing is, to me, the airhead scratches that same itch okay. that a gummy would. Okay. Like, it's, which is weird because, like, I don't, when I, if I eat like a cookie or a brownie mm. or ice cream, I don't consider that a gummy. Um, a gummy. <laughs> but I don't yeah. crave those. Like, I, I could, if they're in the house and I'm like, want something sweet after it, sure, I'm going to eat one. But, like, yeah. I don't have the craving for hey, it. Like, wouldn't? I do, like, who among us what? wouldn't? Who wouldn't? Yeah. So yes, I am gonna count it as a gummy. Fair. Um, You're I a noble. But that noble that man. Kinda, that thought went through my head actually, and I was yeah. like, not sure. Now I, I, they were just like those like fun sized airheads, and I only had, well, I had four of them. I don't know if you consider that a lot, but they're they were pretty small. So yeah. Because um, <clears throat> there was only four, I didn't like stop myself. Yeah. <laughs> I ate I, them all. I had to pump the, the brakes after they were all gone. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I gotta tell this. Yeah. I gotta tell this story that that the Delta story that Jalen went through today, and see okay. and get your reaction here. So right now you're on Team Delta. You're saying no, 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 no. I'm you. I'm on Team Southwest. I'm on Team Southwest. Okay. And you have to convince me well, so my. that my my friendly sky rival Delta did wrong. <laughs> And also, um, I, I'm hoping that we'll get some reactions in chat so that now would be a good time to let the people uh, listening to this in podcast form, twitch.tv slash bestfriends420. Join us uh, yeah. Sunday nights at okay. 8, usually. Delta Airlines, so, here we go. To tell the full story, we have to, and this is, this all happened to Gerilyn. I mm -hmm. just, I was absolutely enraged, like for her, yeah. which didn't do any help, but it's just like, she just went through like one of the were truly like to, in my mind, like one of the more awful, like flight mm -hmm. situations that I've heard as far as customer service goes, like not as far as like delayed flights or anything, there, but anyway. there's crashes and then there's what happened to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm and not, then not everything like, else. Just, like crap customer service. Yeah. And so so a couple weeks ago now, 
Mm-hmm. Two weeks ago, she was supposed to go to Boston to visit her friend who just had a baby. Yeah. She had this flight. The flight got canceled due to weather. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, that happens. Which is, they had yeah. rebooked her that day to like a later flight that had like a horrible layover. She would have like gotten to Boston really, really late. It was mm-hmm. already kind of a short weekend trip. So she's like, no, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I'm just going to like, I want to move my flight. I want to change my flight. So sure. she. The flight got canceled at noon. It was supposed to leave that day at five. This is two weeks ago. Yeah. So she this gets on was... the phone while she's at work to try and call yeah. Delta's uh, helpline because online, even though there is a spot that says, would you like to cancel or change your flight? And you click on that and it was down. It just wasn't working. So she couldn't do it online. So now it's like past noon, her flight's at five. She calls Delta and there is like a six hour wait Mm -hmm. to talk to someone for customer service. Yeah, I've heard everything is freaking out because the flight is by the time she's going to talk to somebody, the flight will have already left. Right. Or like her flight time is passed and then she's screwed because like. She's worried that like she's not going to be able to change her flight. If yeah, because like, now it's like you missed your flight. It's not right. Yeah. So she actually decides she takes it upon herself, takes the initiative to drive to the airport. She leaves after work. She literally drives to the Milwaukee airport, uh, which fortunately Milwaukee Milwaukee is a small airport, so it's mm-hmm. in a lot of cities you would probably never even consider doing such a thing because it would be yeah. such a mess. Yeah. Uh, but in Milwaukee, not not as big of a deal. She talks to the gate agent and says, hey, I'm going to change my flight. How about the weekend of the 21st? That person says, done. Great. Mm-hmm. Thank you. She gets a confirmation thing. Um, she leaves and she actually told me she was like, you know what? That person I talked to was so nice. Like she's the one thing that like my day was horrible until that helped a lot. And like now I get to go in two weeks. And she was like very complimentary of the the customer service that she received. Well, that's awesome. So now today's story the over or Thursday is the flight time. Okay. Yeah. She gets her, she gets the normal uh, check-in email a day before mm-hmm. and she right. goes to it and it says, you need, to, you can't check in here. You have to talk to a gate agent, not super uncommon, like kind of weird, but not crazy uncommon. So she Southwest says, okay, like probably this. because I changed this flight. Like I have to, I, I have to get my ticket from the gate. Mm-hmm. But sure. note the important fact that she did receive that confirmation, the, the check-in email. Yeah, right. Noted. I drive her to the airport on Thursday. Okay. And drop her off. And I get, I'm like halfway home and I get a text. And telling me that basically she went to the gate agent or to the, the front desk person. Mm-hmm. Telling them like, hey, I'm supposed to check in here. They say... Oh, you don't actually have a ticket on this flight. Okay. Um, and now her flight's at like a little over an hour from now. They're like, oh, you don't have a ticket. And she actually sees the person who helped her two weeks ago. Yeah. And now this lady, go, they say, you should have came in earlier because we aren't authorized to give you a ticket. We oh have to God, call the stop. very same. The people who work for Delta have to call the same customer service helpline that a normal non-employee of delta would need to call and the lady goes oh if i told you i wouldn't have told you that i wouldn't have told you that every that you had a ticket i would have said you had to come in early so 
sure enough, this person hops on the phone to this mm-hmm. Delta fucking wait line, and it's like a five hour wait, and her flight's in an hour. Yeah. Oh, I wish she came she, here earlier. She's literally saying like, "Oh yeah, like we can't, we don't have the authorization to give you a ticket." Oh, if Pam was here, it would be okay. Like they actually were talking amongst themselves. She heard them say like, "Oh, if so and so is working today," which like, how is that a thing? How is that? A how thing is there where, one person the right staff? Yeah, like there's one there person that can fix it. Someone on staff who has like additional authority or whatever the fuck you would need. If um, you need. Pam, what you need, you need more than one, first off. Yeah, you need more Pams. And you need at least one there at all Always. times when customers or are like, happening. Oh, wait. So, right, insane. And so then, so essentially, like, they're telling her, like, you didn't actually change your flight. We have to do this extra authorization, but we can't get through. The wait line is so long, mm-hmm. and she's going to miss her flight. And then she actually says to them, like, well, can I just, like, can't, like, rebook my flight now with you from before to this new one? And they go, oh, yeah, sure. It's $700. No, because Pam's not here. <laughs> yeah, but if she wanted to just, like, cancel her flight then and rebook it on this new one, it would have been, like, an extra $500. Because she had, like, a $250 round-trip flight. Mm. And... Then she actually does, but first the lady goes like, oh, it's only $200. And she she's like, oh, great, I'll do that. So she gets her, <clears throat> this lady then hangs up the phone, gets off of weight, gives Gerilyn a ticket, and she looks at her ticket, and it's a one-way ticket. Okay. She's like, no, um, I need a two-way ticket. And she's like, the gate agent's like, oh, you paid 250 for both ways? And that she's doesn't like, seem yeah. Right. <laughs> and yeah, why do you think I'm so excited to go? Ticket, which was the expensive part. Right. And she's like, I'm not doing that. I'm not mm-hmm. buying this ticket. And like, that was it. They fucking just didn't do anything. So they, she said that this lady, even while she was on hold with Delta, she was helping other customers, like other people. She was just like, her phone was basically sitting with on speaker with weight music, and she was just helping other people. Like, they just had zero fucks at all that she's sitting there. The lady who is also over there, who actually helped her before, Mm -hmm. and, like, no one does anything for her. And she's just sitting there and just, like, out of options. And I literally had to, like, turn around and go pick her up. Mm -hmm. And one of the most fucked up things of all is that they ended up, which I'm – Obviously, this is good that they did, but they ended up refunding her ticket. So it's like if you're refunding it, you're basically saying that, yes, she did have a ticket on this flight because you're giving her her money back. Yeah. And you you don't have a ticket, but here's a phantom 250 bucks. Mystery. After a two two hour wait Mm -hmm. on. Um, after a two hour wait the next day after she's already like not going on this trip, she finally, she talks to someone and the lady goes like, oh yeah, you didn't do anything wrong in this situation. And it's like, I know, thank you. And yeah, I know, but how do, can anyone acknowledge at Delta how incredibly fucked up this is that you have someone like bags in hand thinking they got a, she's like, I got a fucking confirmation email. 
Yeah. Like you emailed me 24 hours before this flight saying to check in. Yeah, you're just out here and, emailing people for no reason. And they don't give a shit. And like she's like she had a trip that she just lost. It's yeah. nuts how horrible that is. I couldn't like I was and she handled it really well. Honestly, I told her so many times like if I was there, I would have fucking flipped. Like I would have if they would have <laughs> said that so and so needs to be here. Oh, if only if only it was their shift today. Yeah, if like, only by chance. If only by chance there was someone here. Um, um, but they're not. They're I, obviously... I wouldn't have been able to handle it. I would have been so upset. Like, there's like, because at the end of the day, like, okay, you know, they weren't even like disputing with her that she like did those things. They weren't disputing that like she had changed her flight. Yeah. There's a flight leaving in an hour. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not full. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, put me on it. Well, ma'am, you have to have a ticket. <laughs> well, ma'am, Pam's not here. <laughs> Look, I I wish I could help you, but at the end of the day, Pam's not here. Yeah, uh, I, it was like mm. I don't know. That, no, that's, that's insanity. Like, that to that just like totally lose out on a flight, and then is, the fact that like I was even more mad. Like they refunded. It's like so if you refunded her, you know, you're acknowledging that you're acknowledging that she was supposed to be on that flight. Right. And right. if it wasn't for your fucking shit customer service phone line as well, in addition to just like not being staffed at the airport or like literally having people work there don't have authority for like what seems to be like a pretty basic like override yeah. function. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know if like a pat you need a fucking key like double keys to turn or like a password <laughs> or like, like what a, the fucking the fucking submarine <laughs> to like grant someone access to a flight. <laughs> Uh, if only Pam was here. She has the other key. She has yeah. the other launch code. Oh uh, my which god! Is unreal. Yeah. Uh, it's that's that's very confusing to me, honestly. Uh, yeah, it's stupid. I, I I just was was like. So it's kind of like all airlines are having a lot of problems like this lately. Um, and it's a, another story of this, like, you know, people keep referring to it as the, the great resignation, but it, it's, it's not, oh, people are just quitting their jobs. They don't want to work. Good companies yeah. are not having to go on these crazy hiring sprees. Like the no. bar is a great example. I love that job, and there's a handful of, there's only a handful of us that work there, and we all really like working there. Uh, so when there's so many places that have the help wanted signs in their, uh, what's up, Tommy? In their um, windows, like even though maybe there's, I mean, no, maybe like if we. If you were to do like cocktail bartending at the right place, you could definitely make more money. But we're mm-hmm. happy with where we're at. So nobody quit. Right. Nobody oh, yeah, quit. Absolutely. And you hear about these, these, you know, like we can't find anyone. No one wants to work. No one wants to work. And then there's people who are like, wait, wait a minute. You know, our company's not having any trouble. We just don't right? work for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's you. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But um but airlines, yeah, it seems like 
that's one of the ones where it's like, uh, yeah, there, no one wants to be in airline customer service because one, um, yeah, warranted or not, warranted or not, even when, Yeti, what's up? Even when you're in the right as a customer, like you, you is still a big part of your job is being complained at and complained about. Like, that, sure. In, in this is this is bigger beyond just the story you just told because obviously, um, you know, Geraldine was in the I right here. They fucked her over. That those two people, yeah. the lady she was working with and the lady who helped her two weeks prior, both being there, I kind of refuse to believe that it was that much out of their hands. Like I just. I don't know. I mean, if it is, that's that's fucked. But mm-hmm. it just like it's. Well, but if yes, it is right, I mean, right. But if it is that much out of their hands, that could be one of the reasons that they have trouble fucking staffing. Right. It's because you want us to make things better for your customers. You want to, you know, have returning customers. And yet you don't give us the tools to fix the problems. And then you're just fu- like. Yeah, it's so fucked. And then they calling that customer service line. I mean, the fact even the first time that she called the line, she she was unable to do anything about her flight unless she mm-hmm. went to the airport. Like it got canceled and it was yeah, just that's, not possible. That's outrageous. Like, uh, to make a change without mm-hmm. because the it was the hold was going to be longer than it would have been. And that was the other thing, like, cause the hold line was like five hours for the lady who was trying to help her. And they were like, you should have shown up earlier. And it's like, what? I should have shown up six hours before my flight. Like <laughs> while you wait on hold. And then maybe cause it wasn't like a guarantee either. Like yeah. she didn't even know if that person was able to even talk to anyone, what the hell is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was also just felt like, like no, this, that, it was when once she basically was like, she just had to like walk. They just she just walked away and was like, okay. And then these people are just okay with her just not getting on her flight that she paid for, and yeah, it's terrible. But yeah, that is yeah, I, that's insane. All right, so <sighs> do we want to talk that's about tough. these insights. Do you want some insights into no? To Mapa, I don't need any more. Yeah, you do. You don't know me. This this booklet knows me. Okay. Better than you ever will. Okay. Um. So what's funny is this is truly like this is like a a fucking bound. I know. Laminated book. I know. Dedicated. to me dedicating to telling me how i am as an overview with personal style like there's a fucking table of contents yeah this sounds like an incredible we were talking beforehand what an incredible racket it really is what a waste of this is the second time i've used this exact company they're based i'm almost like 90 percent sure they are based in Chicago. Yeah. If not, they want they definitely have like a location there. But I, I think they're based in Chicago because we went to their office at my job too. This is now like let's say six years ago at this point. Um, and it's such a joke. Like we literally took like two days off of work. Yeah. To go to this place and have them like break down in in, in painful was, detail. Um, 
This was how closer like look, right? To be managed. Yeah, it was closer yeah. look. I wonder. I wonder why they lost their biggest client because they spent two Which, days on a personality test. It's cool. Like it's. It's not that it's not cool. Like I no, think there's is. value in like if you're a manager. Or is there's value in like reading that stuff about yourself and like agreeing or disagreeing or whatever, mm-hmm. reflecting. And if you're a manager, there's definitely value in like knowing like, hey, this is this the person that you manage, like this is their personality. Like they are really like red, hyper aggressive and like will step on anyone's throat. Like red is the word, which is fun. There, there's four colors, right? You have red, blue, yellow and green. So if no one's a hundred percent of anything, but if you were a hundred percent red, that's like full on, like dumb passion, like very passionate, very like factual, but like, you're going to get your way. You're going to do whatever you, whatever it takes to get your way. Like some say like, it's like busting a nut. A lot of, I guess like cutthroat CEOs would be like maybe red. They're, it's yeah. funny because there's somewhere in here that says my like opposite person is someone who's very red because mm-hmm. that I'm like, I fucking hate that person. <laughs> like, this sounds terrible. Uh, who would want yeah. to hang out with them? And then there's uh, <laughs> blue is like super analytical. So blue is like you are like all you want information. You want blue data, is super you chill. Yeah. You're you're uh, you're very, very analytical. Mm-hmm. You only make decisions based. You You don't use when you're making a decision you don't use like feeling at all or anything. You just use purely like what makes like logical sense. Um, and then there's yellow, which is very social, very mm-hmm. friendly. Um, want to be involved, want to mm-hmm. hang out with everyone. Uh, and then there's green, which is like supportive, I guess mm-hmm. is the best way to put that. I think like mm-hmm. a more supporter, like you don't need to be the center of attention. Um, green is like, like you want, you want like everyone to, to have a good time you like to smoke weed fucking yeah, yeah. <laughs> blue is you drink enough water yellow is like you're you're like on the team beer league like soft uh company softball team so obviously it's a break the color like it breaks it down percentage wise into yeah. like of those four buckets like what you are yeah um so we will let's let's go. Uh, all right. So I'll, I'll start with the overview here. Sorry. So I'll, sorry. I'll, sorry. If this is going to be a lot because I haven't like kind of I haven't split up into like only the important things. Yeti, I'll get into the color. I'll get into the color. All right. So here's my personal Ooh, Yeti's style. Tipsy. What you sipping, Yeti? What you sipping on? Oh yeah, I don't work tomorrow That's either. What I'm talking about. Eat. I work tomorrow. You guys are so lazy. So, <laughs> okay. So personal <laughs> style. Uh, Matthew likes to prepare well and um, prefers to know why and how things happen. Personal he style. Is, Sweatshirts. <laughs> yeah. he, his easygoing exterior may mask a rather more compulsive interior. <laughs> He will stick to his ideals with passionate conviction, even though he may find these difficult to talk about at times. I think mm-hmm. that is very true. Uh, that sentence. Yeah, Matthew it's like how we don't tell anyone about the show, yeah. but we've done almost 450 episodes. Yeah, I'll stick to it. I'll stick to my passions. 
Uh, Matthew is patient, flexible, and usually easy to get along with, having little personal desire to dominate and control others. Mm-hmm. Uh, a good day, a good day-to-day planner. He is relaxed about getting things done because he's fully engaged in the here and now. Okay. What do you think about that first paragraph so far? Fully engaged in the here and now, not when I'm talking. <laughs> what? Yes. Anyway, no, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I definitely think there's a lot of truth in. Yeah. The, the sentence here that sticks out the most, I'll say, is he sticks to his ideals with passion and conviction, but yeah. finds it difficult to talk about. That's, yeah. I think that's I'm not saying I disagree with everything else, but that one sticks out. Sure. Okay, so Matthew values people who take the time to understand his personal goals and values. Mm-hmm. His work has to contribute to things that matter to him, and he tends towards perfectionism only when he cares deeply enough. That is not yeah. true. I don't care about work. Um, Matthew well, trusts but that's not – that's that's not saying only in the work sphere, though, right? Um, his work has to control. It says specifically as I guess. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, because yeah. you could be working on any, any like, you know. Sure, sure. I see what you mean. Yeah, and tends towards per- perfectionism only when he cares deeply enough. Mm, maybe I definitely will like get interested in things and want to be good at it, but I don't know if I like. I don't have like a a need to be perfect, I don't think. Um, Yeah, I don't see that in you. I do see, though, like kind of the dedicated specialist thing. Like, yeah, you when we would go out and play pool, it's like that's what you want to do and you want to be good at it. And yeah, yeah. true. And and you're kind of zeroed in on that. Yeah. so Matthew trusts in his insights and people skills to position himself within deep relationships which help him understand the truer meaning and purpose of events. He tends to be fiercely loyal to his friends, prepared to sacrifice his own wants for the needs of, of the other person. Obviously true. But, no, I don't yeah, know. easily <laughs> false. Um, uh, <laughs> the kind of work that best suits him requires patience, devotion, and adaptability. Ooh, who's patience? She sounds hot. He he may appear more tolerant of others who prefer to operate in a moderate and controlled way. One of Matthew's strengths is an wait, ability wait, 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 to wait. let others work at their own pace, coupled with an awareness of the unique contribution each person makes. What was the what was that first sentence that you read? He may appear more tolerant of others who prefer to operate in a moderate and controlled way. So I think I'm in a set a different way. I think what it's saying is that I'm not tolerant of people who are like uncontrolled and aggressive. I would agree you're not tolerant. No. Um <laughs> Oh yeah. So you're basically of, I, I you're not gonna people. respond well. And I feel yeah. like this is something I I, I, I mean not in a work in no, I guess maybe just like from conversations we've had about your various jobs, like when someone is being, uh, I was going to say unnecessarily assertive, but I guess that would just be aggressive. But like when someone is being aggressive, like I think that that's a huge turn off to you. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah, I, it goes, this kind of goes in hand with why the red personality is like my, uh, I hate. I don't like people who yeah, and I'm, fall heavily into that category. I'm the same way where it's like, dude, why are yes. you? You are. What, you'd be way more. Why are you yeah. getting so upset right now? <laughs> yeah. 
You would have the op- same opposite as me. I think you'd even be less red than I am. Um, Maybe. I think you'd be. I think actually we'd be the same, but you'd be heavily. So, I, well, I'll go into it later. Yeah. But so normally a flexible and open-minded person, he may dig in his heels to defend something he believes in, and that is being threatened. Uh, okay. I think that's pretty true. So you're a QAnon. Uh, you're a QAnon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> If my if my way of life is being threatened like it is every day as a Christian, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna dig in my heels a little. <laughs> you know who else dug in his heels? Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, Matthew is sympathetic, empathetic, and affable. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matthew tends to be at its most flexible, adaptive, and easygoing in everyday living. Preferred to fit in harmoniously with those around him that's pretty much exactly that last part preferring to fit in harmoniously with those around him is literally yeah. why i took this job and why i left my job <laughs> like, yeah i wanted to be fitting in more than being i'd rather chill with the boys than tell them yeah. to do their fucking job Okay, so due to his sociable, friendly, and warm-hearted demeanor, he mm-hmm. is best employed in providing practical service to others. Matthew is seen by others as open, mild, modest, and rather self-effacing. Mm-hmm. Uh, although he has a tendency to undertake too much, somehow everything gets done in its own time. Uh, mild, modest, and rather self-effacing. Mm-hmm. I know. Is that me? I know. Okay. I know. I knew it. I could have just uh, taken this test is, for that, you. What? I could have just taken this test for you. You should have forwarded it to me. I didn't have anything <laughs> going on that day. I wish this probably didn't cost like two grand for one person to take it because it'd be fun if you could take it too. Yeah. Uh, in order to perform at his best, he prefers specific and detailed instructions. Despite his matter-of-factness, he will sometimes experience a private reaction to something he senses is wrong, and if he articulates this, it can come as a surprise to those around him. <laughs> surprise! <laughs> I'm fucking surprise pissed. I'm pissed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell yeah. His strong sense of personal values may make him reserved around strangers whose values mm. he feels may conflict with his own. I think that's mm. very true. Oh, he yeah. tends to be there. That's me. I but, mean, that that's me for sure. I feel that way. Like, yes, if I'm like that for sure. Yeah, I just uh, like if I'm in a new situ, like new setting, I usually am just going to be quiet anyways. because I like to just observe and see what's happening. Yeah, yeah, get the vibe. Yeah, I'm. Kind of, I feel like I'm similar. Um, that's why whenever we went to parties, we would just not talk to anyone. And no, that was fun. Laugh. We were having fun. Usually make fun of everyone. Yeah, because we thought we were better. Than them. Thought new. <laughs> he, he tends to be there when he is offering low key stability and strength to people in situations in need. Mm-hmm. He tends to take things he does well for granted and usually underrates or underestimates himself mm-hmm. obviously uh he likes to enjoy uh the current experience without feeling pressured to rush off onto the next enjoying a low pro- profile uh one of matthew's great strengths is his natural unobtrusive accepting manner mm-hmm uh, Matthew's habitual view of other of people is non-confrontational, understanding, and forgiving. He has a great deal of personal warmth, but may not show it until he knows a person well. I think that's mm. true. I would even I would even argue then that you're not very outwardly 
affectionate. Warm. Yeah, yeah, warm. Yeah. What, I don't say nice things to you enough? Get over it, you fucking yeah. snowflake. Fucking, you don't. You <laughs> you just take me for granted. You t- <laughs> no, I when was the last time? When was the last thing? time you drove me to patio? <laughs> we used to go all the time. Uh, no, um, I, I, and I don't mean it as a as a dig, but like I think even, um, not even, but uh, but like I think that that's something that just like I just don't see. Uh, I don't know a ton of, I guess, from you. I think people know how you feel about them, but it's not like uh, I'm not outwardly warm. Yeah. Yeah. I think I agree more with like the part where if you don't know me well, I'm not going to like really show any sort of like I'm not going to like try hard for you to yeah. like me or for me to like you um, if I don't know you well. Um Probably prefers more relaxed social interaction. Do not uh, assume this to be an indication that that he's not serious about important issues. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's seen by most people as kind and sympathetic and trusting the evidence of what he sees. He does not attribute unseen motives to others. He tends to take people in situations at face value. I don't think that's true. You overanalyze. I think I analyze, but I don't think I will like, mm-hmm. I think I will quickly s- suspect people of being like potentially Fall not play. genuine or, or DV, you know, like, yeah, yeah. I don't, I'm not just like, he seems like a nice guy. Yeah, he seems like a nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Uh, he is an indiv- individualistic and independent person, though he may not always be readily apparent due to his desire to maintain warm and harmonious relationship with others. He can be both sensitive and intense. Matthew feels a love and sensitivity for others and an appreciation for life. Mm-hmm. He can be unbelieving of and devastated by too much personal criticism. <laughs> I mean, you just crumble. Who wouldn't? Yeah. Who wouldn't like? not enjoy that like if so too much it's literally in the phrase if it's too much yeah you've gone beyond the reasonable amount of criticism (laughs) yeah and now you're attacking me and i'm taking that personal oh well i guess you're not in the red yeah yeah that's dumb that's very dumb let's see let's try and skip oh wait uh uh, Matthew cares deeply and shows it through his strong sense of responsibility, which can make him very loyal to certain in- individuals. Uh, mm. He often thinks he could have done better in an encounter or relationship. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Empathetic and compassionate. He has a strong sense of <laughs> to contribute to the welfare of others. I feel, yeah. Basically, I just, a lot of the stuff I'm listening to and feeling like, trying to decide if I agree with it for myself. <laughs> Cause we have, this one was we have taken uh, like a personality test on the um, show before. Uh, and oh, we, we yeah. did get very similar results. And then I think also one of the like, like uh, marquee things was like, you enjoy the, the company of, of similar people, and then we get the same uh-huh. test results. <laughs> <laughs> Not enough yeah. conflict on the show. That's why we... 
Geraldine really agreed with this, which I didn't. She was like, oh, my God, this is so you. And I never thought of that. But Mm -hmm. it says he tends to make sound future decisions only after deeper reflection. Um, She like very much agree with that. I was surprised. But I don't agree with that Um, for me, but but I agree with that for you. His natural introversion does not prevent him from making critical and incisive comments with conviction and presence. I think mm-hmm. that's true. I feel like yeah. this was true when the last time I took it, when I was in intro- the one that we took together, mm-hmm. I was introverted. And that surprised a lot of people. No, pe- you know why it surprises people is because people don't understand what introversion is. They think it's just being quiet. Like, and, and it's, it's beyond right. that. It's a lot it of it is. has to do with, do you, you know, do, a lot of it has to do with like, just how do you feel interacting with people? Like after a long day of like meetings with people, do you feel like energized from having interactions and, and having these exchanges with people exactly. or do it's you feel hard. depleted? Yeah. It's like what? Yeah, it's what not as simple as like, oh, you know, you you don't talk a lot. But yeah. Yeah, cuz I'm not a I'm not necessarily like a quiet like I wouldn't you wouldn't think I was quiet if you met if we were at like a party, but the other thing about me is like if I don't go to that party, I'm going to mm-hmm. be totally cool with that. Yeah. <laughs> like dude, if you if you met me at a party, you would think I was totally quiet. But if you'd known me for a long time, you would think I had never shut the fuck up. Sky is always talking and always talking loudly. Um, let's see. Last mm. one. Uh, he is frustrated by authoritative restrictions and resents being told how to work. But who wouldn't dislike that? Yeah. He may dislike time disciplines. And let's see. Okay, so here are my... Uh, here, here are my key strengths. Keys to the game. Uh, Establish the run. Yeah, these are my key strengths. Keys to the game. Yeah. Uh, tolerant and giving. I actually don't agree with give. I don't. I'm not. I guess it depends on what giving means. But if I don't it means think like it has giving to like, be things, like things, like gifts, I am not a gift no. like that. No, I don't. I I don't think that's what it has to mean. Like I I think giving is more. <laughs> Beyond like a, 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 you know, beyond just things, but like giving of your time or, or your energy or, or bending an ear. And yeah, I think it's not yeah. just like, it's not just like, oh, here's a, here's a, a gift I picked up from the store. I don't think that's something I'm bad at, but I don't, I wouldn't, I don't think it's either way. Tolerant. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm a tolerant dude. Uh, mm. Modest and friendly with those who he knows. Mm. Uh, not modest, but I'm friendly uh, mm. with people I know. Makes time for people and their problems, spends yeah. the necessary time on important people issues, good at undertaking routine tasks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree with that. Consistently consistent and trustworthy. Streaks. I definitely agree with that. Passionate and caring and concerned approach, meh, I guess. Uh looks for the harmony in every situation. You're know. so zen, bro. Encourages the underdog. That's definitely true with sports. I always love the underdog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these strengths. Let's see weaknesses. Let's see if we agree with these weaknesses. You tolerate a lot of bullshit. Yeah, I do this podcast with Andrew. Yeah, exactly. Intolerant. 
Okay, so here are my po- – it says possible weaknesses, so it kind of, they kind of save themselves from me getting mad. I hope this isn't too much personal criticism or I will – What if that's – what if that's how the uh, the like header read is like, hey, we hope this is – you hope you don't flip out because yeah, this isn't meant to be personal criticism. But Yeah, okay, so maybe slow to express his thoughts or feelings. I definitely agree with that. A thousand percent. Um, a lack of confidence in his own judgment, although mm-hmm. that judgment is often correct. I don't agree with that. I, think I, I agree with that. I don't say I don't think like in general, but I do think it kind of goes along with the thing that Geraldine said was like, yeah, this is you is you will you will kick scenarios back and forth in your head before. <laughs> yeah, that's you fair. make a decision. So maybe I'm yeah. reading too much into that, but I also don't think that's necessarily uh, a weakness, but. Does not enjoy fast change. Nah. I guess. Fast change. Seen it, okay. You're let's conservative. See seen as rather rigid, inflexible, and unbending. Wait, this is interesting that it's just Rigid and as, flexible? It said multiple times in the other part that I am very flexible and tolerant. So it's interesting that I'm – it's saying a weakness could be that I'm viewed as being rigid – inflexible and unbending well if you're viewed as being rigid that's an external thing so that's not really your problem it's a problem of all those freaks this one was offense this one one offended me i almost flipped out a tendency to give up easily when he feels isolated that is so weirdly specific first off feeling isolated I don't really get I don't think I agree with that. I don't, I don't think I have a tendency to give up easily. I would need I would need um, I would need examples, I guess, before I can make my judgment. Pres- preserves relationships can interfere with task completion. I don't really understand that. Persistence and loyalty may delay decisive action. Hmm. I guess that could be yeah, that could be true. Hmm. May not express his opinions as quickly as a situ- situation warrants. Yeah, I could see that. This one was the worst. Okay. Ignores objective evidence, which does not support his original perception. <laughs> it's like I'm a flat earther. Yeah, no, you're not. You're you're worse. You you you're a booster. You took the vaccine. You took a second ignores, dose. I, I, I was ignoring the objective evidence. That- you're you're ignoring the empirical evidence. Oh my god. Fucking God, I need to take a quick detour because this was just one of the funniest fucking things. Uh, my coworker, who who is, uh, you know, he he has the inside information. Bar, bartender has the inside information about how the COVID vaccine is actually horrendous for you. And mm, the he, same dude, the, the same you guy know we always is. talk about. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he he's like, oh, breaks my heart. And I'm like, what? We're we're, we're working, and he's oh, it's just it, it breaks my heart. I'm like, what? What's wrong? He's like, it, it breaks my heart. Oh these, my God. this kid, six years old, mom and dad couldn't be more excited to show their vaccine, the kid's vaccine card. Like six years old, giving this kid the vaccine. It's, it just look, and you know he he does. I wish you could like spend some time as like a fly on a wall so you could learn God. his mannerisms. But it's just this uh, he like hand on heart, like hand on heart, one hand to God. You know, if you can't see me right now, it's because you're not on twitch.tv slash best friends 420. But anyways, it's just like, it, look, it just like it, it. I hate to see it. It breaks my heart. 
dude, what do you think is... What, what are you talking uh, about? What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, no, the kid's definitely going to die. Um, 100% of people who have gotten the COVID vaccine, if they haven't yet, they will die. Yeah. That's just... And if you Definitely. don't, like, you're ignoring the empirical I evidence. I believe any objective evidence that says otherwise. Yeah. But also, 100% of people who haven't been vaccinated will die. <laughs> no, it's it's so funny. I just remember, like, when he was so upset because his parents got vaccinated. He's like, oh, it's just. Breaks it, my heart. It, yeah, he's like. I really like that. He's like, you know, no, nothing might happen right now, but, like. When they die, it's just supposed to be so horrid and so painful. Like, what? What are you talking he about? He says this to you who he knows yeah. has it. Yeah, but he just, he wants That's to be, it. he wants to be heard. And yeah. he wants to, I think that he wants time to time engage time. and he wants the opportunity to educate. But the thing is. Sure. Dude, he's like Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, but anyways, let's get back to this test. Well, so my, my I'm on the op so opposite type. So mm -hmm. this is me. Rec it's recognizing who my opposite type is. Like I said, mm -hmm. it's they they call it the director type, okay. um, extroverted thinking type. Mm -hmm. Directors are forceful, demanding, decisive people who tend to be strong individualists. They mm -hmm. are forward looking, progressive, and compete to attain goals. Matthew will see them as headstrong, and they. Uh, often have a wide range of interests. In solving problems, they are logical and incisive. Matthew may well experience a director as cold, blunt, and overbearing. Directors tend to be seen as self-centered, lacking in empathy, and can be highly critical and fault-finding when their standards are not mm -hmm. met. I mean, who likes the sound of that person? Like, does anyone, does anyone like, be like, oh man, that guy. That's I director like the cut of his jib. Pretty cool. I like the cut um, of his jib. Yeah. Matthew may see the aggressive or director type as aggressive and tending to order people around as they often rely on personal forcefulness and immediate and immediation to achieve their aims. Directors are take charge types. Okay. Yeah, directors sound like they fucking suck. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I so this is part of this is is kind of my my and we talked about this um, maybe a couple weeks ago when we were talking about like uh, Second City. It's like I like to be like if I'm working on a project, obviously my job doesn't really like go that route um, where it's like projects and stuff that like I don't know if, if I'm just circling. Um, but like I like to be in like collaborative efforts. I don't need some, like someone does need to lead and someone needs to be the like spearhead of things. But mm -hmm. if, if I was involved in a project where it felt like everything was like falling on like deaf ears and I was just being told what to do, I would just like, that would just turn me off completely. Like who likes that person? Like you said. Yeah. Now, if no, it's, yeah. I mean, if I, it's the director of a stuff. fucking movie, Sure, that's the, that's their job. They need to keep everything on 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 schedule or in in stuff, I guess. But like, 
Which I guess people people. I mean, I feel like because in the workspace as well, like a very high up person at the company, and you can Mm -hmm. you need to maybe have the you need to do some of those things in order to like whatever get the job done, quote unquote. But I don't think I don't think it you have ever has to mean you're an asshole. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Okay. So this percentage wise, I don't really understand how these percentages work because they don't they're not like out of a hundred. Each one individually is out of 100 but essentially where i fall is i am um there's an official name for it mm-hmm. i guess it's a horny <laughs> horny you're horny <laughs> thank you job basically on the this this wheel i'm positioned as being accommodating mm-hmm. which is my highest two colors, my highest color is green. Mm-hmm. So that be, I guess, the supporter accommodating one. My mm-hmm. second highest color is yellow, mm-hmm. being like, I guess, sociable and wanting harmony or wanting like things to be fun. Uh, my third highest right behind yellow is blue. So that's the analytical. And then way down below mm-hmm. is red. Um, so that is... That's me. I yeah, guess. you're you're not red. No, I'm definitely not red. Yeah, okay. uh, red. In fact, I hate red. So, it told me I hate reds. Yeah, I like red heads and the color red. Um, but it it was uh, you know, it it, it was one of uh, or you know, we talked about this on an older episode. This. What we just ran through basically sounds like you got essentially the same results. So, um, so yeah, good job on that test for being consistent. I want to congratulate the test first and foremost. Uh, and yeah, yeah, it's funny because I so I do I can appreciate something like that because I think that. Far too often and more so, and I think this is a byproduct of, like, social media and, like, um, which I'm not saying is, well, this is bad, but I'm not, like, rallying against social media because I enjoy social media. Um, But, like, so, so much stuff is trying to, like, decide if you're column A or column B, but it's, like, people Mm -hmm. are so fucking multifaceted. Like it, it, it's, it's crazy, you know? So. Yeah, no, that it, it does break. It, it, it kind of says like, yeah, everyone's a little bit of everything and it puts you on this, basically this wheel. Um, that I, I guess if you were, if you were right in the center, the perfect center of this, like wheel, this circle, it would kind of mean that you're like even completely even across all of the main types. Um, so I just fall towards this like supporting helper, I guess. Mm. With yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't like. I think this. I, like I said, I think there's some cool stuff to to see yeah. and learn here. But I also kind of think, oops, there's. It, it's a bit much. Like to, yeah. they fucking mailed me this packet. Oh, that's so. Of funny. When 
first of all, you could have just emailed me. You don't need to waste all this paper and just resources mailing this shit. But it's a lot. Like, it's a lot of information in here when it's like, wow, there's only a percentage of this that's, like, useful. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, uh, shit. It's, it's weird. It's weird. The things that people do. <laughs> like companies. It's like, we're going to spend an exorbitant amount of money. And like you said, I don't think you said this when we were recording, but I think you said it perfectly. It was like, we need to spend money on this test so that I can know how to talk to you. <laughs> yeah. And no manager is going to fucking spend the time to read it, at least not in that detail. No, in that level of detail where they're like, otherwise, this is an incredible manager who is like learning everyone's like, hot zones of like hey this is where they're gonna operate best etc like that that's wild but you know for some reason i'm trying to turn on my switch and it will turn on uh but yeti uh um, chat saying he's proud of jason uh mm. getting the vaccine to protect his uh his little brother now my daughter had the opposite opinion uh-oh no oh these things happen her uh, views to Well, well, that that's weird how that usually happens, doesn't it? Yeah, that's why uh, you know, fourteen-year-olds. Uh, I don't, I don't take uh, their opinions too strongly because wait, and her name's Libby. That doesn't match up. Yeah, yeah, Conservy. <laughs> <laughs> this is my daughter, Conservy. <laughs> my son, Red Pilled. Um, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, that's why the, uh, the, uh, opinions of, of 14 year olds are basically just echoing what their parents are saying. Have this in the wrong way? I don't know. Um. Wait, which way does this, am I crazy? I've never I don't know. The, the screen goes to the thinner side of the dock, right? The screen should be facing out. Like there should be a logo on the front of the dock. The screen should be facing the same yeah. direction as the logo, yeah. Um, dude, I had, I ended up writing um, their parent who has the vast majority of time. Right, right. I mean, that's that's the uh, that's For the sure. hook of this all is like, who are they around the most? Um, dude, so I actually wrote this down because I had like my friend who actually was in Boston two weeks ago and she couldn't How leave. She, get there? she she couldn't get back. Um oh really? Yes, yeah, so the same same time Gerilyn was originally trying to go. Um she brought me back some gummies, which love it. Love that journey for me. From Boston, that's interesting. Yeah, they're they um they're all shamrock shaped. They uh they taste like Sam Adams. No. Um, <laughs> so I I, uh, I took one the other night and I just had like this just amazing like stoned like high thought moment where I was like because the night so the night before I like didn't I slept but it was one of those where, you know, you were like. 
tossing and turning and you feel like you never sleep and then all of a sudden your alarm's going off. So I had a night yeah. like that. And then the following night, I'm like, I'm not having a night like that again. It's Papa Gummy. And I am like getting ready for bed and I am just like psyching myself up about how amazing like this is all like if I I don't know if you you ever get in this point where you're like my thoughts feel like like um like I'm saying them out loud like I'm like giving myself this pet pep talk but I'm like thinking of like it is gonna be so great when I get into bed oh oh yeah <laughs> and like and like it's I'm like anticipating all the like sensory like feelings of like I'm gonna like good. the cold like the the sheets are gonna be cold but like then they're gonna get warmer and like my eyes are heavy and like I was just having like the best time going to bed. <laughs> That's amazing. It was oh like, yeah, no, yeah. I definitely have had that feeling where like it, with a lot of things like yeah with usually it's with food. When you're high, like this food is gonna taste <laughs> so fucking good. I am gonna eat or, these but I have had that thought. Maybe not to the extent you did the other night, but about about bad. Like, oh, it oh, just yeah. yeah, like it just became this like web of like, and then this is gonna happen, and like, oh, like it just yeah. It sounds like you're describing going to bed as a parent. I'm going. I'm I'm uh, actually describing going to bed as a. As a um, perpetual child, me. Uh, it was uh, it was so great. <laughs> it's just like I like I don't know. I was just thinking about all the things that happen. Like my side of the bed's gonna be cold. It's gonna feel good, and like it's gonna warm up. And like I don't know. I also we have this like quilt that I think like feels like really good on my skin i don't know okay. but especially when i'm stoned i'm like i'm gonna put it over my head because i can obviously i have the uh, cpap machine so i can breathe under my covers so i'm like i'm just gonna be covered in this fucking quilt <laughs> what you sleep like you're fucking deep sea diving <laughs> like you sleep like sometimes you're sometimes snorkel, like you're snorkeling <laughs> Yeah, dude, it's actually great for like I did it at your place. And it when you're cold, you yeah. know what I'm saying? I don't know. I think I'd be I think that would make me too or, cold. Or when you want to have a little adventure. It's like I'm gonna sleep under the covers. No. Yeah, yeah. I basically I can if I wanted to. Or if it's really bright in my room, boom. Covers overhead. Still breathing like a champ. All right, but let's wrap this up. Sorry, I'm fidgeting a lot. I'm just like, no, you're kinda, getting your... I was kind of freaking out because I couldn't <laughs> get the switch. <laughs> sorry, to... I was, sorry, I was fidgeting. I was kind of freaking out because you, you like really took the reins there and you were talking. <laughs> no, I, I don't actually believe that. Don't worry. Oh, also, dude, I, you. I really think you need to watch this uh, Kanye West documentary on Netflix. It is okay. incredible. And it's, so it's like um, there's only one act out now, but it's like three separate ones. And so this first one is just like 
it it really like kind of reminds you why everyone fell uh everyone fell in love, in love. with this guy and it's yeah. like so so he has um and they go into it in the documentary but like this guy has been basically following him around for 20 plus years um whoa yeah so he's like he is with him um when they are like he's not even signed yet to to Rockefeller as an artist like um but there's just like these really like you see these moments where it's this like this this he believes in himself so much but and this is kind of going back to like facets of people he believes in himself so much but he also is like so timid at the same time and it's it's uh, just yeah. he's so removed from from that at this point and there's just some like really sweet moments where he's just like you know, sitting like he had a really he was in Chicago and he had a really bad day. So he goes to like be with his mom and there's just some just really sweet moments between the two of them. Um, but especially since it goes back to his original work, which I know we both love. Um, it was it was nice to see that because my yeah, at least for me, my I, I still, you know, I check for everything he does, but my opinion of him has has soured a lot as of late, but he was just such an important um, artist during my formative years that I've never like, I don't know. I've never just been like, well, I'm cutting tight. Like I'm never going to listen to this again, but yeah. Um, but yes, let's uh, it's on Netflix. It's called genius. Believe it or not. Dude, I am. <laughs> I am going to watch that. Yeah. Uh, I'm also just getting very upset right now. What's wrong? I cannot get my goddamn switch to show up. Uh, on my monitor. First, it wasn't. First, the dock wasn't turning on. Mm-hmm. And then I like unplugged it and plugged it back in. Okay, here we go. I had to unplug the Elgato. It's working. Um, that was really bizarre. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyways, though, uh, you've been listening to Matt and Andrew vs. Society. Come watch the show on Twitch, twitch.tv slash bestfriends420. We're here Sunday nights usually uh, around 8 central. And uh, we talk. We, we have a great group of people that like to hang out and... Uh, um, we appreciate that. And afterwards, we do a little bonus browse, be it playing games, watching YouTube videos. We have fun. So uh, check it out. And if you subscribe on Apple, please rate and comment. Um, and what else? What else? Overcast. So good. Overcast is great. Um, there's a lot of podcatchers out there. Varying degrees of quality, but what I will say is do not use Stitcher Radio. Stitcher Radio is run by Delta Airlines Help Squad. It's true. Yeah. And we'll be back next week. Bye. Wow. Really amazing podcast, indeed.